What's up, Knock Nation? It is the Radical Redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you yet again on a fine Monday to have some real and relevant talk here on No Ordinary Church Girl, Candy Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. Let's get into it, people. What's going down, family? I would say it's been a minute. It really hasn't. Um, I just feel like it because whenever I'm not talking to you, I feel like it's been a minute, <laughs> but hopefully everyone's doing well. You're starting your week off right. Um, I would love to say that I'm in a phenomenal mood, but I'm going to be really honest. Today's going to be a little serious, a little different than uh, you're probably accustomed to. But don't don't be confused. Don't be dismayed. I'm, I'm not uh, in a dark place, but it is something I want to drive home. It's not going to be a lot of humor today. But before we go there, you know, we got to give you some news you absolutely cannot use. Let's drive it. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. There it is. What's up, Italian Stallion? How you doing? How you doing? You know, um, yeah. So since it's so fresh right now, okay, we're gonna go right into it. Uh, family, for those of you who are new to the show, I, this is my time for therapy. And if you didn't know, look here. That's what you're gonna be a part of. So it is what it is. That's it. That's all. Right. The phone going off. I guess it's just gonna be that kind of day. <laughs> If it ain't Jesus calling, right? hang it up. I'm trying to tell you. I mean, <laughs> you know, people people know what time it is with me, but they just, you know, whatever. This is this is why my space is uh is in this space of being serious. So school's wrapping up, right? Um, we've got like technically another week uh in my district. Yeah, I think mine's about like ride it. At the end, two weeks you? left, like a, okay. a, a week and four days because of yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. So, twenty fourth, May twenty fourth is the last day for mine, and they're uh, they starting to feel themselves, or I don't really know what this is, but both of them have had their moment with me, and I'm this was not a proud moment for me, family. Um, I had to have some really not so nice words to my son, um. And it was really just because, and the parents in the house can definitely connect with this, right? And even um, if you're not a parent, I'm sure you can think back to when you were a child and you took for granted some things that your parents did. And you think now, especially when you have to pay for everything, you're like, man, I wouldn't, I'll, I'll be all right being a kid again. <laughs> but, you know, I think that they're at the stage and they're 14 and 12 and they're at the stage where it's about me. It's all about me. What I want, when I want it, how I want it, how often I want it. I'm like, dude sit that down. Like mom got stuff to do too. You know, things don't happen if I don't hit the streets in a, in a good way, you know, not street walking or anything. Right, let's hope you're not, you're not <laughs> stooping down to that level. I okay? said no humor, but I can't help it. It's in me. <laughs> I just thought about like hit the streets. I'm like, well, you know, that just didn't sound. As long as you didn't say hit the corners, we're good. Okay, good. Yeah. Cause it's not that kind of party over here. So, but you know, it's just, it, you know how they just can be selfish. And I mean, there's no other way yes, to say I that. <laughs> I Your totally understand. It is frustrating. It is. And, and I felt like I was in my emotional moment, like I was going to have a mini serious meltdown, tears and all in his face because I was just frustrated. It Man. wasn't even like, it wasn't like the painful hurt. Like, I'm so disappointed. It was, I was livid. Oh, yeah. I've been to the point where I was like, man, I swear if it wasn't abuse, I'd punch you in the face to my child. <laughs> Not you. Right. Yeah, but, to but, my child. I look at you, him like like he's the enemy. Like, oh, because it's, it's you it's only just, knew. Right. And I'm starting to, I, I, I'm not really a fan of, I mean, I, I appreciate the parenting books, right? But at the end of the day, 
every child is different. Like there's certain things about children that you can talk about from a parenting perspective. Sure. But you can't just say, this is how you raise a genius. There is no cookie cutter way. Absolutely not. Right. And, but I do think there are phases that we can kind of see where they are. And I, I feel like mine are in the phase of selfishness. Like that's where they are. So we go through that phase of, I need you, that neediness. That's like the baby, right? That baby gets a little independent. That's where the terrible twos, they start slapping hands like, no, I got it. Leave me alone, right? Then they get selfish. It's all about me. And then we get out in the world and they start to figure some things out and it goes back into that, I'm independent. I got it. And then I feel like that's where we get to the servitude side where parents are older and then the ones who honor their mother and father or had a good relationship because that's a part of it too, right? Want to take care of mom and dad because they're older and they know they can't do like they used to, right? So then it goes to the service phase. So I feel like if I were to write any type of mini like whatever ebook just to say phases and how to work through it emotionally, yeah. Selfishness is huge because it's your kid. So what do you do when it's your kid? Like when you're dealing with adults, we're going to talk about today, but with your kid, like you love your kid, you want them to do well, you want to see them do well in the world and you, and you want to help guide and mold it as well as you can. But when they get selfish, I promise you, just like you said, today, I told them, like we were driving and I said, dude, you better be glad that I'm driving because I promise you, if I was stationary, I would lay hands on you. And I can't tell you the last time I've laid hands on either one of my sons. I don't even remember because they're not, they're not bad kids. They're not. But today I tell you, I feel like... Uh-oh. I kill a kid <laughs> in my head. I wouldn't physically do it. So don't nobody try to find out, you know, where I live and foolishness and CPS. Okay. I'm not going to kill my kids. That's not a real statement, but emotionally we go through changes. Right. Uh, yeah. I've been there. It's frustrating. It's so, especially when you're trying to do so much. So shout out to the parents that are out there grinding, trying to just, you know, make things happen for the kiddos, um, trying to provide the best life, exposure experiences, all that stuff, get them educated. And they do that silly stuff by being selfish. Not to mention. Breathe. I know. I know. I need to. Because that's my next point. I have high cholesterol, guys. Great for me. So went to the doctor, doing my little annual. Nothing's wrong. I didn't think. Although, well, let me back up. The reason I went. So the thing in my house is we have this phrase. We say we don't get sick. And some of that's just mindset, right? But a lot of it is true. Like my sons, I, I can count on two fingers how many times I've had to actually stay home with them because they were actually sick. And it was like a 24-hour bug and it was done. So getting sick is not something that is, is it happens with us. Got pretty good health overall. But I was always exhausted. And yeah, I do a lot. And so you got to learn to balance that. But I was I was exhausted, guys. And I was um, no matter what time I went to bed, no matter what I did, like reading tends to relax me now. Didn't used to. But I I'd like to read for relaxation purposes. And I was just finding like, I don't know, it was a lot going on, but I just always felt exhausted. So I said, let me go to the doctor just to see maybe I'm low in vitamin D or, you know, something like that. Or maybe it's the dreadful I'm in my 40s and my body's changing. Your body's saying no to the <laughs> my young body's stuff. like. Yeah, you're 40 something. You need to know that you are. <laughs> you may check. not look like Slap it. Slap in the face. But girlfriend, let me go ahead and tell you that body is not 20. <laughs> but no, uh, we did blood work and all that fun stuff. Everything else was great. And then the LDL came back really high. Um, but the part of that, though, uh, I do feel strongly that most likely it is hereditary. So I am going to have to take 
some other measures because I I do eat well for the most part. I mean, like any, I, I have a balanced diet. I'm not too heavy on one side or the other, I think anyway. So that's something I'm going to track. I have a journal, food journal, and really pay attention to sodium and things like that. Trans fat stuff I don't, didn't used to pay attention to, right? Um, exercise, like I'm, I'm not someone who's overweight. I'm not considered obese or anything like that. I'm actually within my BMI and pretty fit overall. And I exercise. So, you know, that was a wah, wah last week. Um, it was a little funky for me. So uh, it, it adds to my focus for today. Uh, but what about you? What's been going on? You've been busy. You haven't had time for me. I've been having to fight to get in your space. It has been very, very I crazy. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'll just cancel everybody else. No, trust me. <laughs> no, I, I want you no, to keep that going. <laughs> it's been good. My little boy, he's uh, he'll be done with school in a couple of weeks, going yeah. to the eighth grade next wow. year. Oh my goodness, it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's getting real, man. It I got is. a ninth grader. Look at Eric. I'm going into the fall. Like it, it really kicked in. Nine, 2019. He's technically 14 now, but in the fall, when his birthday falls, he'll be. 15 but come 2020 he's 16 you know what i'm saying you know he's he'll be driving age right and i'm i'm like and the boys like he sprouted up my oldest he sprouted up when I, i'm gonna bring him in here and i'm but it's after i come through this moment <laughs> but they're gonna come in and come on the show it's gonna be a lot of fun but you'll see like they they've grown a lot it's crazy yeah it goes by way too fast way too fast so i'm not gonna kind of weigh you guys down with all of my um all of my heaviness but we're gonna stay in this space but we're gonna throw that out the window so yeah i need to so i can saw and keep it moving and stay christ like because uh, i felt the carnal saying it wants to stay okay <laughs> so today guys I, I i've been in a spirit of cutoff and uh, i don't know if anyone else has been in this space where you felt like it was time to separate yourself from certain people, certain environments, um, certain associations, whatever. But I have been in a spirit of cutoff. And when I get in this space, let me tell you, nobody's safe that's in the wrong zone. <laughs> you're safe if you know, you're in the right space. But if you're in the wrong zone, nobody's safe. Nobody's off limits. And here's why. You have to start thinking about your mental space, first of all. What you carry in your mind day to day, what you carry in your mind over the course of the years of your life, what are you doing that is prohibiting you from moving forward, that has prohibited you from even thinking you can do more than where you are? What is it? Begin to think about that. I want you to think about that right now. So here's the deal. You guys know, and I've talked about this before, and for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. And so I want to explain something real quickly that, yes, I am an individual who is extremely busy, serial entrepreneur, um, single mother, um, corporate creative, you name it, I'm touching it. Uh, I am a creative and creative individuals tend to go in several different um, places. It's just it's just who we are. Right. That's it's the creative element. We're constantly looking for ways to evolve or bring something to light or to life for that matter. And for me, I'm finding that association is, has a lot to do with how your anointing or gifting talents, however you look at it, is able to fall and flow. And I'm going to say that again. Your associations have a lot to do with how your gifting, calling, anointing, however you identify purpose, is able to flow and fall, who it falls on and who it flows to. Where it flows, spaces it flows into, 
where it falls in certain environments. It has a lot to do with your associations. You've heard it plenty of times before. Your net work is your net worth, right? Well, I'm going to take that completely out the window. What I want you to think about is where you step determines your success. Where you step in your mind as well as physically determines your success. So if you make a decision to stay connected to individuals who put you in a mindset that is depressing, that is um, puts you in a state of destitute, that puts you in a state where you're stressed, you're strained, you're drained. I'm going to ask you to join me in this block party I'm in. And the reason I started this block party, and this does not have anything to do with just um, people I used to associate with in my personal life. I'm talking social media too, okay? I'm having block parties where you can't have access because if I see you, And depending on the connection I have with you, it's probably going to trigger some emotions for me, right? And depending on where I'm at and what space I'm in, if I've had a rough day, like I just talked about earlier, it has a propensity to linger and have a multitude of effects on my life well beyond that moment. And so I really want you guys to start thinking about as you're, we're in the second quarter of the year, right? And I'm a person that likes to make goals. I like to attach timelines to them. And that's not to say that if I don't hit that timeline that now I'm sad and I'm sorrowful and, oh, I'm a a loser. No, 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 no. I heard this on a call with a very successful businessman. And he said, losers, leaders, excuse me, are losers who never quit. Leaders are losers who never quit. And I love that because it's very true. If you're going to lead at anything, your family, your business, your relationships, whatever it is that you're leading in, be willing to take the risk of loss. If you're not willing to take the L, you're not willing to succeed because at some point in time, you're going to take an L. But when you take the L, did you learn anything? Be it in the relationship, be it in the business, be it in the new connection, the friendship, whatever it is. If you took the L, did you take the lesson with it or did you just take the L and stay in a place of sorrow? Because if that's what you did, the latter, stayed in a place of sorrow, you didn't learn the lesson. And guess what? You're going to continue to take more L's than you are going to be able to live life with success. And so the block party is really all about removing all the excess. I'm having conversations quite a bit with individuals about making decisions. Oftentimes, it's not the fact that we are off in our discernment, discernment being that you sense, you see that something's off or something's right. It's not that your discernment is off. Your ability to sense it is not off. It's your delayed decision-making that is. It's your ability to make a decision. I listened to Gary Vee, and for those of you who know who he is, Gary Vee is very colorful. (laughs) He's very colorful in his delivery. But I will say this. I love the meat of what he says, and that's why I can listen to him. And that's why I call myself the No Ordinary Church Girl, guys. I don't just say if it doesn't have Jesus tied to it because God chooses to speak to through whomever. The problem is that we have to have a certain filter that we miss the message. So I really want to drive that home today. Don't miss the message because you have to have a certain filter in how you receive it. That's not how God works. He used a murderer. He used an adulterer. I mean, I can go on and on the stories within the Bible alone that will show you people that he chose to use to deliver the message of hope. Okay. So if you have individuals who bring more stress, strain, drain you, it's time to make some decisions as to whether or not they need to be a part of the block party. I heard someone else say this that I want to give to you. They said that, you know, you have to know when someone's having a Peter moment or they're having, they're a Judas. 
Because oftentimes we use the story of Judas, who was the one who pointed out who Jesus uh, was before um, he was crucified. And he was the determining factor that got Jesus on the cross. Right. But it was all purposeful. Judas served a purpose. Peter just had a bad moment. Peter got in front of Jesus about when he said what his purpose on earth was to be crucified and to, to save all men from their sins. Peter was like, nah. You ain't doing that. You my boy. That ain't going down. I'm not going to let that happen. But Peter was having a bad moment. Peter was not. You, you could not call Peter not being a good friend, a loyal individual in Jesus's camp. So my question is, are you calling folks who are actually Judas? They have a purpose to persecute and bring you down and, and not purposeful in helping to get you to the next level in purpose. They just they're they're just there to sabotage. Or do you have individuals who had Peter moments that you are actually lingering in a space of a Peter moment of having a, a poor decision making moment and they should be still connected to you? You've got to look at it from all angles and then make the right decision. And if you don't make the right decision, guess where you're going to be in a place of sorrow, in a place of strain, in a place of frustration. So today, family. I really want you to join me in the block party. And then if they come to you, why are you mad though? Because nine times out of 10, they didn't have anything good for you anyways. Nine times out of 10, they just want to see what you're doing. They just want to know if you actually did accomplish what you said you were going to accomplish. And if you didn't, so they can say, yeah, I figured that wasn't going to work out. Or yeah, you know, I knew you would make it. And by the way, yeah, nah, I'm going to need you to just miss me with that. Keep it moving, right? It's time to have some block parties. It's time to make some decisions. Quit holding on to fear and saying, well, let me wait till this gets into place. Let me wait till that gets into place before you make a decision. Make the decision. When you make the decision, I can promise you that God will help you move forward from there. But you got to make the decision. Faith without works is dead, right? The works part is making the decision. The works part is doing something, taking action. You can have an idea, but until you start to implement some things, guys, guess what? It's just an idea. You're just a dreamer. You're not a doer. And so begin to identify those individuals, those places, those associations, those clubs, those networks, whatever it is. It might even be your church that no longer feeds your soul to help you move forward. You need to start making decisions. It's time to start having some block parties. It's time to start making some moves so you can continue to elevate in your life. And like I said, this is a more of a serious time for me just because I really I didn't want to be long. I didn't want to drag it out because it honestly is time to make decisions and move forward. Block those that are keeping you in a state of your past. Move toward those who are helping you be purposeful and move toward your future and where you see your life being. So um, I have a scripture. You guys already know. I, I always say that I am not a perfect person because I tell you, if you would have heard some of the things I said to my son to, uh, to his face, yeah, you probably would be like, yeah, um, what you say you do again? <laughs> hey, we all have our moments. So I'm not a perfect person, but I do believe I serve a perfect God. And so I do want to give you a principle. And this is where Jesus was telling his disciples, if they do not receive your words, if they do not receive what you're trying to teach them to dust the feet, off, dust the dirt off your feet and walk on. <laughs> and he said this, and it is in Matthew 10, 14, Matthew, the 10th chapter, in the 14th verse, and it says, if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Family, it's time to have some block parties. It's time to make decisions so you can begin to continue rather to elevate and begin to drop off the weight. So that's my time today. Short and sweet. I told you I wasn't going to be, be before you long. And that's just because it's time 
to make decisions. It's time to join me in this block party and the spirit to cut off, if you will, so we can continue to uh, grow together and do what God has for us to do. So guys, don't forget, you can join me and join all of us in continuing the conversation on No Ordinary Church Girl, where you can be found on Instagram and Facebook. I want to continue the conversation about how we are having our block parties and getting free. All right. So be sure to log on. And when you log on to your Facebook or Instagram, click the follow button, click on the notification so you can stay in the know. And if that's all, that's it. That's all right. Rather. So continue to have a wonderful Monday. May it be far from ordinary and may your life manifest into God's best. Talk to you soon, family.